0: Good morning, siblings. Today's readings are 1 Samuel, chapters 18 through 20. I want to share something Debbie Engel wrote with you, first and foremost, and then I'll add my notes in. Debbie's Rabbit Trail. The Best of Intentions. Today I have Saul on my mind. He was the first king of Israel, and he messed up so badly that the kingdom was ripped away from his family forever. 1 Samuel 13, verses 13 through 14. Think about that for a minute. We know that Jesus, Yeshua, will one day sit on the throne of Israel. Saul's sin kept him from being part of that lineage. Ouch. You know, it's easy to judge Saul. He was prideful, impatient, vengeful, and disobedient. Can anyone relate? I sure can. You see, Saul was like a lot like many of us. He was not a deliberately evil man. The Bible tells us that he was trying to please Yahweh during his many fumbles, but he had one tragic flaw. Saul thought Yahweh would be honored by good intentions, and Saul believed that so much that he chose to honor his good intentions over Yahweh's commands. For example, when Yahweh commanded Saul to strike down every living person and animal in Amalek in First Samuel fifteen three. He did not follow through 100%. He allowed the best of the livestock to live in order to give it as a sacrifice to Yahweh, 1 Samuel 15, 21 That sounds nice, doesn't it? Saul was so grateful that Yahweh had helped him win the battle that he wanted to honor him with a sacrifice of the best sheep and oxen. Saul had the best of intentions. When Samuel arrived, Saul reported that he had carried out Yahweh's command. But Samuel had a question. Then what is this bleeding of sheep in my ears and the lowing of oxen that I hear? 1 Samuel fifteen fourteen. And this is when we find out that Saul thought it would be okay to disobey Yahweh in order to make a sacrifice to honor him. Again, Saul had the best of intentions. The question then is this. Did Saul's intentions please Yahweh and excuse Saul's disobedience? Nope. Nada. No, nine, knee. I think you get the point. Samuel tells Saul, Behold, to obey is better than sacrifice. 1 Samuel 15, 22. And that's still true today. Yahweh's desire for us is obedience. Sometimes we have the best of intentions, but those intentions can get us, like Saul, into big trouble. So how can we walk in obedience to Yahweh, and how can we see if our good intentions are blinding us to that obedience? We live in a time, especially in the USA, where we have access to the Bible like no other time in history. He expects us to read it. May we read our Bibles, examine ourselves, seek truth, and repent in order to walk in obedience with Yahweh. Shalom, friends. And now, for Christie's Rabbit Trails, that's me, and mine begin with A Tale of Rotted Fruit. Today, I want to start by talking about rotten fruit. You know how there are the fruits of the Spirit. In Galatians 5, through 23 Paul lays them out. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Against such things there is no law. He ends it with, "Against such things there is no law." Have you ever wondered what the opposite of these fruits of the spirit was—the things that there is a law against? As it turns out, directly preceding that verse, we have a list of those two. Galatians five nineteen through twenty one reads, "Now the works of the flesh are evident: sexual immorality, impurity, sensuality, idolatry, sorcery, enmity, strife, jealousy." Fits of anger, rivalries, dissensions, divisions, envy, drunkenness, orgies, and things like these. I warn you, as I warned you before, that those who do such things will not inherit the kingdom of God. These days, that list kind of reads like a stroll through a Facebook news feed. Sure, some may seem a bit extreme to the point of us thinking, well, I'd never do that. But pay attention to the fact that among these, Carrying equal weight are jealousy, dissensions, divisions, envy, and strife. Now, that fruit falls a little closer to our trees. In today's reading, we see a direct contrast between fruits of the Spirit and the fruits of the flesh, good fruit and rotten fruit. Pay attention to what produces each type of fruit and the results of bearing each type of fruit it will go the same with us. And now a few reminders to help keep you motivated. First and foremost, if you get behind, don't try to catch up. This is a trap, believe me. It ends up with you berating yourself and getting further behind. Instead, if you miss a few days or a week or whatever, just dive right back in where we are. Show yourself some grace and don't worry, we'll come back around the bend again. Remember, the goal was never to read the Bible just once, but to become daily Bible readers. Another reminder, the best Bible translation is the one you will read. Check out BibleGateway.com so you can switch between some different Bible translations and see which one makes the most sense to you. I see Bible translations as a jumping off point, so I'm not married to anyone in particular, but it's always best to start with one that makes sense to you. In my daily postings in this group, I use the ESV because it is pretty standard, and I think it's a good common denominator. But in my private study, I use several translations at a time. Please go with what works best for you. Also, make sure you read the comments each day whenever you can. I'm referring to the Facebook group, of course. So much wonderful discussion and insight is shared there. Better than that is participating in the comments. We have a lot of people in the group who never comment, and this is fine. But sometimes I run into folks and they tell me they're in the Facebook group, and when I ask their name, I know for a fact I've never laid eyes on that name in my life. And that's such a shame. The only way we know you're here is if you comment so we can see you. Don't be an invisible person. Join us. And lastly, we are believers from all walks of life. Every denomination under the sun in many varied stripes, but we are of one accord in many things. Most notably, our appreciation of the wondrous grace shown to us by our loving Father through our Messiah. If you're reading this, I consider you my brother or sister. After all, we share the same Father, don't we? My goal for this group is to get as many of us as possible reading the Word of Yahweh firsthand and to encourage one another on our individual journeys of faith. I don't want you to walk out your faith as I do. I want you to walk as Yahweh has called you to walk. The Father has brought us all together here in this wonderful little corner of the internet to encourage and build up one another as we search His Word and seek His face. Let us pray for one another, hope for one another, and love one another as He so richly loves us. I'll leave my notes at that today and let you have a little more time in the Word. Test everything. Hold tight to what is good. First Thessalonians 5.21 We are saved by grace alone.